This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, January 24th. Brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's state of lines. Flood bond coming soon. DWR taps ag for drought task force and crop insurance critic gets a rule seat. Stockton Democrat pledges a flood infrastructure bond. Frustrated with lagging infrastructure investments, Assemblymember Carlos Villapuda of Stockton plans to introduce a flood bond as one of his first bills this session. The ballot measure, uh, that proposal would correct the historical lack of funding for flood protection in the San Joaquin Valley. Remember, Governor Newsom hinted at introducing such a bond during a press conference on his budget proposal earlier this month. Last month, the Central Valley Flood Protection Board approved a plan that calls for up to $30 billion in investments over the next 30 years. That report warned that damages from a catastrophic flood could escalate to as much as $1 trillion. Stockton would be at ground zero. And on that note, CDFA has developed a web page with flood recovery resources for the agriculture community. Staff will update the list as more tools become available. DWR seeks locals for drought task force. The Department of Water Resources has launched a drought task force to prepare for potential dry conditions ahead. Dubbed the DRIP Collaborative, the effort will bring together community members with local government officials, water experts, and state agencies. That includes two each from agriculture, environmental justice, and tribes. The 26-member task force will focus on vulnerable small water suppliers and rural communities. DWR Director Carla Nemeth called it a critical issue for the water community to work work together to advance drought planning and response. DWR is taking applications until February 24th. Kennedy joins AgriPulse California staff. AgriPulse Communications, Inc. is pleased to announce that Burke Kennedy has joined the digital media company as the Western Sales Associate. Burke will support the continued expansion of AgriPulse West subscriptions, advertising, and event sponsorship in the California market, said Jason Lutz. AgriPulse Sales and Marketing Manager. We've experienced steady growth since our launch in 2019 and look forward to continuing that upward trend. Kennedy has a background in the grower-shipper industry and precision agriculture. You can read our full report at AgriPulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Bravo, AgriFinance. Good morning. Welcome back to AgriPulse Debic West. Antibiotic use on citrus argued at appeals court. 
A Justice Department attorney conceded yesterday that EPA would prefer the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals vacate the approval of streptomycin for use on citrus rather than impose an unrealistic deadline for the agency to complete further studies and comply with the Endangered Species Act. It doesn't make sense from EPA's perspective to accede to a court order to do something that EPA is telling the court it can't do. That Department of Justice attorney Daniel Durkee, who told the three-judge panel that the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals yesterday, EPA argued in court papers that it could not collect and analyze data on the potential environmental and human harms of the antibiotic until the fall of 2026 and would prefer the court simply remand the 21 decision to the agency without any deadline. The Natural Resources Defense Council and other groups have challenged the agency's 2021 decision to expand the antibiotic registration. NRDC attorney Margaret Shia argued that EPA failed to scientifically justify the decision, which she said would result in more streptomycin being sprayed over the next four years than were used in the last 65 EPA ignored the serious risk that antibiotic resistance would spread off-field to human pathogens through environmental pathways, she said. They also assumed, contrary to both the law and the record, that label instructions requiring uses of personal protective equipment, or PPE, would adequately protect farm workers from antibiotic-resistant infections. NAS honors UC Davis poultry scientist. A scientist at the University of California, Davis, working on breeding poultry that are more resistant to heat and disease stress, has won a $100,000 prize from the National Academy of Sciences. Wan Jun Zhou, the runs the U.S. Agency for International Developments, feed the Future Innovation Lab for genomics to improve poultry. His UC Davis lab works on understanding the genetic mechanisms behind disease development and resistance and immune response. His focus pathogens include avian influenza, Newcastle disease, Salmonella, and Campylobacter. Veterans of past farm bill struggles cite reasons for optimism on 23 outcomes. A former agriculture secretary, House Speaker, and House Agriculture Committee chair all expressing optimism that Congress can pass a new farm bill this year despite the sharp political divide in Congress and fractured House GOP conference. Speaking at the International Dairy Foods Association Dairy Forum 2023 held in Orlando, Florida, ex-Ag Secretary Dan Glickman, former House Speaker Paul Ryan, and former House Ag Chairman Colin Peterson of Minnesota said a farm bill may be one of the few big pieces of legislation that gets passed this year. Ryan, who spoke to IDFA members Sunday night, said House Speaker Kevin McCarthy of California and his team are thinking, quote, we can't do nothing. We have to govern. Ryan added, quote, I know that the majority wants to get one done. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Crop insurance critic gets a rule seat. A GOP lawmaker who has proposed cuts to crop insurance is getting a seat on the House Rules Committee, which determines what amendments get debated on the House floor. 
In 2018, Representative Ralph Norman, the South Carolina Republican, proposed a Farm Bill Amendment that would have slashed premium subsidies by 15% for producers with adjusted gross incomes of more than 50000 a year. Another amendment, co-sponsored by Norman, would have effectively eliminated the harvest price option. Now keep this in mind. Neither amendment got a vote on the House floor because GOP leadership strictly limited the types of amendments that were debated. But Republicans are pushing for a more open an amendment process in this Congress. Other hardline conservatives getting a rule seat include Chip Roy, a Texas Republican. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, January 24th, brought to you by Rommel AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly. 